0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Big shout out to EKN Nation. My name is Rob Howden.
1: David Other Cole way. over here.
0: I gotta, I'm got. i actually going to put something on my laptop that I know <laughs> where to point to. Uh, David Cole, Rob Howden here, folks, for another edition of Face to Face. Uh, we went a little late. Uh, we were doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's going to be a Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, I gave David Memorial Day off, gave him a day off on Monday. <laughs> and yeah, I did a little moving yesterday, so we did not – I actually – Cleaned my house yesterday. We didn't do it. We took a couple of days off to breathe, I think, a little bit. Um, I don't know how many of you, like myself, I pretty much cried myself to sleep every night on the weekend because I should have been at the Indianapolis 500 and the Freedom 100 on, uh, on Carb Day on Friday. But, of course, the, the Indy 500, like so many events, uh, being moved further down the schedule. That race now set for the middle of August. Looking forward to that. It'll actually be right after the SCUZA uh, Summer Nationals, the doubleheader at Newcastle Motorsports Park. But, David, all in all, Uh, things are looking good. If we talk COVID-19 coronavirus, uh, we see things starting to open up a little bit. The numbers definitely coming down on a regular basis here in Canada. We're seeing a lot of the U S start to open up as well, which I think is a, is a good thing.
2: Yeah. It's shocking that Canada is actually opening tracks quicker than Michigan. (laughs) You know, it sucks for me, but, uh, you know, it, that's the good thing is, is Canada is opening up. We're seeing tracks in, in Europe starting to open up as well we're getting a number of events in the United States, uh, de- depending on where you are that are being hosted. Um, you know, we're looking at June as, as being a, a much broader spectrum of events that are going to be held road racers, road races are going to be held, uh, some larger regional events. Uh, but you know, everybody has the ability. We saw NOLA Motorsports Park having a double header. So people from Texas flooding over to, yep. uh, to NOLA to go race there. So, uh, Northern California' is starting to get a glimmer of hope uh, we're seeing some you know possibly some tracks opening up there uh, and again just different dynamics depending on where you are you know know uh, we're going to be talking with Mark Coates who's in Illinois they're a little bit uh, kind of similar to what Michigan is right now to where Tim Coyne, who's up in Wisconsin they're in a kind of different element uh, very similar to maybe Indiana or Ohio so uh, so even though we're kind <clears> of <throat> in the same general area oh, yeah, we are that's I think right everything's still kind of being uh you know different different aspects for different uh states and counties and even towns
0: yeah i was going to try to get uh, aaron stanfield on as well from the puget sound road racing association up in uh up in uh washington but they're actually racing at the ridge this weekend and he he, i was going to have him on here today or, or tomorrow but he actually is already back to work and wasn't able to join us but yeah the ridge road racing out in uh Pacific Northwest is getting rolling as well. Uh, Just so everybody knows, top here, we are lined up tomorrow as well with a couple more series uh, leaders. Kind of the thing, I think, right now, we we could bring in some other guys, and we will bring in some other stories to talk about here on Face to Face. But right now, of course, getting a chance to talk uh, with the series promoters would be a good idea. Michael Valiente from the Pacific Northwest is going to join us tomorrow to talk about what's going on up in that region. And Marco Oldoffer as well from F-Series, who we'll have him on here tomorrow. So we'll talk a little bit more about uh, those programs uh, of course, New York is a tough place, David. You talked about Michigan being kind of locked down, uh, Illinois, New York. Of course, one of the ones locked down as well. Um, all right, let's get let's go. Let's bring our guests in today, David. We've got to, we got one face to face, one face to audio, because yeah. <laughs> issues uh, for Tim Coyan <laughs> getting the camera working. So he's going to keep working on that. Um, uh, bringing Mark Coates first, uh, Mark's been around the sport for a long time, promoter, of course, of the USPKS, the United States Pro Kart Series and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Uh, also ran his own team for many years, so Mark Coates Racing. Of course, Tim Coyan, uh, who, uh, one of the announcers, top announcers in the sport, uh, owned Kartlift for a time, sold that, still owns Deep Seat, uh, has been involved on the, uh, the actual administration of series side for many, many years as well. Guys, thank you for joining us, Mark, Tim, pleasure to have you.
3: Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Glad I don't have to see
2: myself. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's kind of a positive right now. It's definitely a plus for everybody else. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like the announcing part of it, you know, where you can hear him but you don't have to see him. That's it. I know uh, my wife. My wife maybe put a clean shirt on too.
0: It's unfortunate. <laughs> well, you know, we're gonna be able to, we're gonna be able to feel that in your voice, Tim. You know, because you you have to dress. You know, the way you dress is the way you feel is the way you present yourself. So we're gonna be able to know that. Good for you. Excellent. Did you have a shower at least? Oh, yeah, twice. Twice. I appreciate that. So, again, folks, one of the things we're doing here with these face-to-face videos is giving the people an opportunity, maybe that don't know about certain levels of the sport, certain programs of the sport, because, you know, we all understand those have been around long enough that we get a lot of turnover every three to four to five years. So we're always having new people come in, especially if you think about a young kid running in the cadet categories. You know, they weren't racing five years ago. So we're using these to kind of educate people, get to know, you know, get the actual face of people. Not Tim, of course, but uh, getting a chance to see what these guys look like. Uh, so we go into the history. So Mark, let's start with you because I want to. I want to get first some history. We don't start with your history, your timeline in racing. We don't start and being a promoter. We don't start with USPKS. Of course, that's you've had a great run so far, it's only getting bigger. Record numbers last year, but you've been involved in the Route 66 Sprint Series in, with different names, but you've been involved in that program for over 15 years, right?
1: Uh it's over. I just my nephew just told me it's over 25 years. So what wow? I did buy right. and say 20 a couple years ago, but it's mm. really over 25 now. That's amazing. So talk about that. What, what was what was the first program that you did
0: that you were involved in? Uh
1: I think it was the I-55 series and with mid-state cart club yeah. way back. And uh we just did two and three uh tracks. It's kind of like Keith's doing with his series now. We did uh Springfield, uh, St. Louis, and TNT, and uh, Norway when it was way back. And it just evolved from there. And it it, it started out as a stepping stone between club and regional, or club and national. And it kind of got too nationally, so we backed it down a little bit now, trying to get it more as a stepping stone for the regionals, (laughs) to the clubs. And uh, we got a lot of good things planned for this year.
0: So it, it, that's what I like about the thing that the, the program USPKS <laughs> is kind of the East Coast national program, right? You have you know you're, everybody goes and runs it. It's siami based. Uh, you're talking, David. What were the what were the numbers last year, David? What you got? What did you guys get up to? Like we're talking well over one hundred and fifty. It was
2: yeah, right? it was close. It was one hundred and seventy or one hundred and eighty, I believe, was at Newcastle. Is what we That's
0: had. solid. Like yes. we, we always say, right? It's hundred is here. Is hundreds a big race? 150's is of 200 is like you've hit the jackpot. So I got, I, I would think you guys are going to get 200 sometime this year. I know you had so much momentum, but so that's your national program, and then Route 66 is kind of a re, the regional program that dials guys in to go run USPKS. and the Route 66 is the good jump for for club racers who want to challenge themselves a bit more. Is that correct?
1: Yes. yes. So
0: all right, so let's. Talk about how that how that the program has evolved. Route sixty six has evolved over the last number of years. Um, you know, you guys have moved around a bit in terms of engine packages as well. What's what's it looking like now?
1: Well, with the uh, the departure of the Yamaha, the KA is taken over in that. We got the Swift and Mini Swift classes. You have the KA. We have uh, Junior, the light and the heavy. Basically, it's a Masters, but it's a light and heavy. Uh, we've taken the X thirty out. Because it's just the cost, we kept it in the USPKS, but we've taken it out of the Route 66 and we've added the four uh, Briggs classes uh, back into the series. And that would that the bottom line is that just
0: makes it a, an, an easier connection to club racing,
1: right? To be honest, oh definitely, yeah. You can call it a KLO series, you can call it what you want, but it, it, it's the KA series and the lo 206 Briggs, which has been a great package for the sport. Let's and, uh. uh
0: let's talk about uspks now then you're gonna you're gonna celebrate your eighth season this year you started back in 2013 that's amazing this this program has grown uh let's talk about just give us an overview of what the uspks is from your standpoint uh
1: it started as an argument that I we could do a better job than another series I and thought. <laughs> it, it, it uh it's evolved from there and and honestly we were looking to and I'm not just saying this. We were expecting 250 entries at NOLA. Or it's not NOLA, excuse me, but Ocala this year. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to cancel it like everybody else did. But uh, I, I think we're going to have big numbers this year.
0: What do you attribute that to? I know that uh, you know we talk to a lot of people about the culture top down and what the culture you're able to build. What do you attribute, you think, to the success uh, of the USBks over the last couple of years, how you've had so much momentum?
1: I, once we got settled into the uh, the new IME packages and everything that's going on, we we're trying to stay with the constant rule package. Uh, our tech is second to none. I mean, if if you want to cheat, you can try, but I think we're going to catch it. Uh, <laughs> we've had a great team with Rick and Al and uh, Tim, and, uh, we just try to be fair. And I mean, Jason, our race director has, has been with us for a long time and we're bringing on some new people this year. And, uh, we was the first to bring the, push, the pushback bumper. Yeah, you were. Uh, which was very controversial, but now it's kind of the standard. Uh, it doesn't replace people, but it does make their job a little easier. Uh, it just – we try keeping the, the, the fun aspect even though it's, uh, it's professional. But
0: one of the things I think that you've done, which is, which is uh, uh, smart, is, is you've kept that three races – I know you've talked about adding a fourth, but you're not doing five, six races. You kept that thing tight. David, David uh, talks about that all the time. Yeah. He thinks you should have smaller series that way people can run the whole program and maybe do other things as well. How much do you think that's played a role? Just those three strong races. I know you've talked about that. Your your team owners have potentially asked for a fourth race, uh, just to have a they, that that focus deals big.
1: They definitely want that fourth race, and they're probably going to get their way next year. But let's <laughs> we got to make it through this year. Uh,
2: well, when we first started, it was four races. There was four races. So it, it was, it was just, just, I think, uh, you know, and we, me and Mark have talked about this over since the beginning of the program. And and that's kind of the thing is, is the feedback that teams and and not only teams, but just, you know, regular racers who show up to the program, they're always providing their feedback on, on what they like and don't like. And I, and there was a time in our schedule where there was just way too much racing going on. and And when you took a step back, the numbers actually grew from that.
1: That's true. And look, we even dropped a route back from five, from six to five and from five to four. And
3: I think, uh, I think ahead, one of the, I was just going to say, I think that one of the things that was a dynamic that was taking place um, earlier was that everybody was trying to run all the races, all the series, all the races. They wanted to run WK. They want to run screws. They want to run us. They want to run this. They want to run that. And so having a four-race series or a five-race series was a challenge to get people to be able to do it all. And people have now kind of sort of come to their senses, I would say, and realized you yeah. can't do everything. So now they're picking what they feel is the best fit for them. And, and I think they feel like USPKS fits into their you know wheelhouse very well. And they've made that one of their priorities and therefore are asking for an additional race to, to really maximize their enjoyment on that series.
0: Yeah. And, that, and that's it, Tim. They obviously like the, uh, you know, they like the product when you really like the product, you want more of it, right? <clears throat> the three right. races is great, but man, we love what we're doing here. They obviously want to go <clears throat> to the next level. We do have a great comment here from Andy saves, but let's bring that one in Dave. This is for you, Tim. Definitely a face for radio. So there you go. <laughs> this, is, this is working out so well. Andy Seisman, of course, the promoter of the. The feeling Challenge. is
3: mutual, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's well played, sir. Perfect. Perfect. Um, all right, Tim. Let, let's stick with you because obviously one of the reasons why we're getting together here today on face to face is to give you guys an opportunity to talk about what's happening now with Route 66 and with, or as, as as Mark, you call it route 66, uh, as well as, uh, (laughs)
1: as
0: well as Canada, I guess, uh, as well as USPKS. So let's, let's, we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawls and performance group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Skuza Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Skuza National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Skuza Super Nats winner Bonner Moulton, Skuza Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rawlinson. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the of Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, Join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Card Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503 260 45 one, four. We're the Rawls and Performance Group. We race to win. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. Shop akra.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items and new products. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Tim, let's start talking about Route 66 because first couple of races canceled, obviously, with the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, The race at Mid-State in April and the MRP race in May. You guys are jostling things around, a couple of TVDs, but tell us where we are right now in terms of uh, Route 66 and your plans.
3: Well, our plan always has been to have a full season, regardless of how long this situation dragged on, and and if at all possible. And with only four races, we're really in a good spot to do that. And our first race is coming up July 4th weekend. It'll be at Road America. Uh, we originally scheduled that race for Autobahn Raceway, which I might add is a beautiful facility. And Alan Bertignoli's done a great job there with their people, and it's, it's a beautiful venue. But Illinois is just. I don't even know what to say. They just don't want to have any action right now. And and there's no point in even trying to plan a race because I'd be shocked if we could get a race there at all this year, to be honest with you. So
0: it's tough.
3: Yeah. So the first race is going to be at Road America at uh, the Tech Racing uh, Tech Manufacturing Motorplex. Um, they resurfaced that track a couple years ago. We got to go there. It was great. Uh, they tore down their decrepit scoring tower. And hopefully, they found a large hole and bulldozed it into it.
0: Uh, (laughs) It was a little rough. rough. I remember
3: that. Uh, Well, the air conditioning didn't work the last time I was there, and it was about 100 degrees, and you were in – it's like a terrarium. So, um, But they've got a new – I don't know their future plans call for something better, but they've got a new uh, press trailer that they've moved down to that's actually quite nice. So we're looking forward to getting back in there and uh, having our new format here with more Briggs classes. Uh, Briggs has really stepped up to help support the series, and uh, they love the opportunity to cross-promote to our two-cycle racers as well. And so, you know, if you some series that are all four-cycle, it's like, well, yeah, this is great, but what do they have to gain from that market? And they see our two-cycle racers as a valuable potential customer for their product. Um, so they're throwing some things at us to help us, uh, be able to draw good crowds in for these races, uh, for these rate for, I believe for every race for this season, they're, uh, we're working with them to give away, uh, one of their big generators, a Briggs power smart generator, a 4,500 watt one. Um, and that's going to be available to anyone. I believe in all the classes, I don't believe it's just a Briggs class because they really want, they look at the others as their customers too. Yeah. In addition, they're uh, going they're going to cover the entry for three rigs
1: drivers per day
3: at every event. So if I understand
1: that correctly, Mark, that's awesome. That's going to be in one class that they'll determine what's right. at the event.
3: Yeah, they'll determine what the class is yeah. at the event and then they'll cover three entries for each day. So that's you know $750 a weekend, I believe value. Uh, so that's you know definitely, and that'll be a Briggs class, obviously not a two cycle class. But um, you know they're working with us to to help grow that vein, and we feel like uh, that's one we probably would have been stronger in that in that area had we gotten on the two hundred six bandwagon sooner. But it took a few years for that. We jumped on it way early and too early before everybody had really sorted out what the rules ought to be, mm-hmm. and now. And it didn't work so well for us. So we gave it a, we gave <laughs> it it a few good. years to mature the market, and now we're back on it again starting last year. And we have a lot of support. We have tons of two-cycle racers who are all race also racing the 206 because it's a great package. So. And that's the beauty of the 206. You can bring it with you, right?
0: You, you, the yep. setup's there. You bring it with you. you, you you're, you're working on the two-cycle. You just jump in the four-cycle to have more fun. That's uh, I did that back in the day, too. I think you'll see a lot of that. I wouldn't be surprised to see lots of guys do double duty. That's great.
1: Yeah, We're probably sure. going to do something too. If you if you win like the the KA one hundred Junior and the, the two hundred six Junior, they might get a bonus. There, We're, I'm working on something right now for that.
0: There you go, Mark's working, going at it. Um, keep going through the keep going through the schedule, Tim. So the first race again, folks. Tim Coyen, Uh you can't see him, but uh, one of the series <laughs> administrators for Route sixty six and uh, USPKS. Uh, so July third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, up at Road America at the Tech Manufacturing Motorplex. Where do we go from there?
3: Well, I believe that our next race is going to be at... Uh, Badger. At- yeah. And uh, after that, we're kind of at a TBD uh, level. We know we've got the dates pretty well secured, but we're not exactly sure where they're going to be. And some of that is just because it's kind of hard to anticipate what states are going to be you know, opened up. Um, But Dousman is what we're looking at for the next race. And uh, that's in uh, the end of August, the 28th to 30th. And then uh, towards the end of September, the 25th through 27th will be the third event. And then we're going to wrap it up in uh, the second week of October, uh, the the 8th through 11th.
0: Joe Britton just uh, commented the fact that Mid State has been approved to start club racing on June the 20th. So that's a cool deal for uh, the good folks over at the Midstate Car Club, that's awesome. Get people back racing there as well. Uh, but, yeah, so September 25, 26, 27, I think you guys have scheduled in for race number three in October uh, eight, uh, nine, uh, yeah, 8, 9, 10, 11. David, yep. you got down here? All right, so that's yep. that would be the finale for Road 66.
3: Right. And uh, it's we've got a full slate of classes, and I think it's going to go well. We've got the two Briggs uh, senior classes, the medium and then the heavy as well as uh, the full junior and the sportsman uh, complement. And then we yep. have our full uh, IAMI classes, the KA program, which, you know, just continues to roll. The funny thing about the KA, I was talking about this with someone the other day who has kind of been out of karting for a few years. They used to be uh, pretty well known. And I'm not going to embarrass them by talking to them about it here, mentioning their name, but um, – you know they were like what is this ka deal and i said well this ka deal was the gentleman's racing class where people would go just uh you know to kick back and relax and have fun and uh that ended about two years ago (laughs) now it's the second class for everybody who's chomping at the bit and we see that at uspks we see all of the top guys from x30 now running the ka and just but we're back to those situations now where you can run two classes like we had back in the old hpv Yamaha days. And uh, it makes you, it, it makes your travel dollar go further.
0: Yeah, it's it's it, think about it physically as well too, right? If you're a senior driver, uh, it's not driving the next thirty and then try to drive something else. The KA is a little easier to drive in terms of the physically. Then you jump into two hundred six and have some fun as well. So I think that kind of makes it, the weekends go a little easier as well.
3: Yeah, it gives really two options. I mean, you don't have to break the bank, and you don't have to break your ribs. You know, you have another option there.
2: Yeah, coin yeah, would know everything about ribs. <laughs> Uh,
0: who, who do you guys have? You know, the other thing
1: I'll say this, uh, we, we brought the K a class into, uh, USPKS is the first series in the country that had that class and it's really grown. and, And Eric's done a great job promoting it on the East coast. Uh, it hadn't taken off as quite as good as in the California market, but I'm sure it will. Uh, the drivers and route actually did most of the top five uh, in the supernets the last couple of years that they added the class. So it's it's a good stepping stone for a lot of series
0: for a guy that uh, has called all 20, what, 23 of the super nationals. And of course, was uh, had a shifter card illustrated magazine focused on shifters. David, that's one of our favorite races to watch both those K.A. races. God, I love those races at the Supernats. They're so well, good.
2: Well, and that—that's the one thing that the KA package does. It, it tightens up the field. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, um, spreading out, and it and it and it relies more, and it's very similar to what the Briggs is, and I think that's why you know the route program is, has that ability to have drivers doing both is because, you know, it it's very for us. You know, me and you, we race Briggs all the time, and it's really about the chassis and the driver, and the KA essentially does that, but at a quicker Uh, pace of speed. So, uh, and, and, and yeah, you like, like Tim was saying, you know, the level of competitors now that are racing the KA category, it's, you know, it's phenomenal because it's a lot of these X30 drivers that are, that are coming to the KA package because they know they're going to be able to, to race, uh, you know, be competitive right away and, and have a competitive Mm -hmm. race with more than just one or two people and not not have to worry about that 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 bonsai mentality that you kind of see in some of the X30 categories, um, not only you know, everywhere across the country.
0: <laughs> all right, let's jump into uh, USPKS. Uh, Mark, do you or Tim want to take kind of the, the reins and let us know what's going on there? Obviously, the Ocala Grand Prix in March was canceled. Uh, the GoPro race in June was canceled. but So you guys are really, again, like everybody, kind of rescheduling off into the, the months that we have. You did say that you potentially thought you could get up to 250 for that opener in Ocala. How do things look for the, the first race mid-July in Newcastle? Um, either you take that
1: and run with it. I, I don't even remember where we're at on numbers. We did just reopen. Tim can go over all that. But Good to have you please. here, Tim. Any <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, our what should have been our championship race is going to be our opening race yeah. in, in <laughs> July, and then we're going to go back to Road America in for the first time in for that series ever, right? And uh, in September over Labor Day weekend, that's
0: uh, going to be the biggest race that, that Road America's had in quite a while. If you guys had it, you had a USPKS US, race there,
1: no, this will be the first so. time, and I think a lot of teams I, I, I we had talked to about going there and. They're going to be in the Midwest anyway for a month, and they. I think it's going to be a big event. I, I mean, love
0: that racetrack. I remember when we were there in the mid-2000s with the uh, the Stars of
1: Karting, and that track mm-hmm.
0: races. So I like that track a lot. I think –
1: No, they resurfaced that place like two years ago, man. It is. I mean, before you were racing on a scratch coat. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, That's, that track, it's hard to get a hold of. It's slick. It's fast. I mean, it's it's – and it, you, not everybody can go practice there. I mean, it's, 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 I, nice love it. It, yeah.
0: I think it, it's a great opportunity.
1: The, that time of year, you know, you're out and it's even in the fall. I mean, it's a beautiful track. There's events going on there uh, on the big track. I mean, you can walk over there and see that the town for, for both events. It's really good. And uh, I think people, I think they'll like it.
0: I do too. I really do.
1: Tim, what's the, what's
0: the uh, call to, to wrap things up? Where are you guys going to do the finale this year?
1: Well, it looks like GoPro
3: has got to be the place to wrap it up. It's, uh, you know, it's the old standby, I guess, right now. And uh, it's uh, was supposed to be our first race, our opener. But uh, we're going to be bringing it back to the uh, IAMI East home there at GoPro. Yeah. And uh, it should be a great event. It's a little disappointing. We were hoping to get that one uh, night race set up there. But uh, that might end up proving to be a little bit too complicated for this year. And uh, maybe when conditions are better, we'll be able to get that done. But. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. I think I just wanted to make sure people uh, who've never been to Road America put that one on their calendar, because that is a venue. Once you go there, you're going to want to go back.
0: Yeah. Kyle um, Kalish just posted up a, a comment. They thinks the last national at Road America was uh, around 2011, 2012. So we're talking, you know, nine, 10 years since we've had a major event up at Road America. And, and Mark, listen, Road America knows how to put on events, SCCA runoffs, uh, IndyCar, uh, NASCAR weekends, man. They know how to put an event on at the track itself. But like you said, the area is just—it's so much fun to go to. If, if people have never been to Road America for an event, it's a—it's a trek to get through Chicago, of course, to get to Road
1: America. No, but it's easy. It, just to, to go around Chicago. It's no go. big this deal. That's <laughs> true. <This is serious. laughs> <But, laughs> cut underneath it and shoot up thirty-nine. You got there you, it.
0: There you go. We got map going here right now. quest. Um <laughs> oh you've, you've got uh, Elkhart Lake. Uh, you got Sheboygan. You got there's there's just like I, for a foodie like me to be able to go to Wisconsin, I love going to Road America, but just that town, it, 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 they just love it people love racing. You gotta go to Sepkins. It's uh, a race so you, gotta go right? to you gotta go to You gotta go to a great place to go. go to the brown bear for wings. It's just it's a it's an awesome place to go. It's 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 the national park of speed, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. And you're gonna it's gonna be a huge race. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com, where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible, and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IAMI engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs and Stratton engines, and of course, our championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things carting, visit franklincart.com. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. Starting with the air-cooled 60cc Swift engine for micro and mini drivers and moving through the incredible X-30 power plant for junior, senior, and masters, IAMI is providing much-needed stability for the sport. In 2018, the new KA-100 rejet engine took the karting community by storm and it will be a core class on the Skuza Winter Series and Pro Tour, as well as the United States Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, and the WKA Manufacturer's Cup Program. Watch for more regions, series, and events to get on board with the new IAMI formula. This year, IAMI USA is debuting the new SSE 175cc shifter engine, which will be the foundation of Superkart's USA gearbox competition for the future. The engine has been custom designed with a balanced equation of performance and reliability. We have two distribution centers in the U.S. to serve you well. IAMI East in Mooresville, North Carolina, and IAMI West in Temecula, California. The momentum is continuing to build. It's time to make an investment in stabilizing your engine program. For more information, head to the website for your region. IAMIUSAEast.com or IAMIUSAWest.com. IAMI the heart of Kirk. Welcome back to face to face on the EKN radio network. Hey, Tim question for you. Uh, You Mark, either of you guys can, can talk about this with the date now being October 15th to the 18th for the finale at GoPro. How's that going to affect the tickets for the IM international final, which I think, is it the same That's weekend, David? That's a good question. Is it the same weekend, uh, David? Well,
2: let yeah, Mark handle week. that one. It well, tec- uh, right, technically, right now, yes. The the Miami International Finals that same week. Uh, and again, Do you don't know have.
1: Well, I guess to say bad. as
2: as Mark <laughs> stated, the July the July event, which is now the opener, was supposed to be the finale, and we have plenty of time yeah. to 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 get all that sorted. So, which is, is why we always fun. did that. Yeah, which yeah. is why yeah, yeah exactly, and so that's that was my thought of of you know since we we're going to have you guys on was, is because nothing's been said about it, and again we don't know the the the, the status of the event yet because yeah. it's again it it's in October we don't know exactly what travel bans are going to be lifted and everything like that. I'm assuming everything will be a little bit better by then, so they'll they'll still have the event, but I wasn't quite sure how because the last what four years we've we've done you've done tickets for uh, for the event.
1: Yes. What so, we're going to do this year is, uh, Eric and I have been talking about it, we're probably just going to give two to $3,000 uh, bonus checks for the championship. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I won that trip, I don't even want to go, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, how many people are going to want to travel out of the country right now? Right. I, mean, people, I think we're going to be lucky to get people to travel in our country, let alone out of our country. Yeah. Uh, hmm. But we'll have all that. We're going to put it out here. We're we're actually keeping the same cash purses we had, uh, which we really upped this year. Uh, let me yeah, all let me let me let me set that up because one
0: of the things, the huge things about USPks, we talked about the success that you guys have had. We talked about the smaller, you know, the the small amount of uh, of races that people can pick. You know, Tim talked about people being able to actually pick a race and support a series, and that's giving you guys lots of momentum. Your class structure is tight. You know, it's not, you don't have 12 or 15 classes. You got a tight class structure, a little different for Route 66. You got a great class structure. For both of these series, one of the big things you guys do is the, the prize table is huge. You guys give out a ton of cash, tons of prizes. Like, it's, it, it's it's not the most lucrative series you can run in North America right now.
1: I've always believed, first, first of all, none of us do this for a living. I mean, I mean face it everybody knows that Tim's got a job I got a job Rick's got them everybody's got jobs uh we do it because we enjoy it yeah. uh we like giving back uh, and the money did kind of help entries I mean face it
0: yeah for some for sure what uh, let's talk about partners uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity in kind of setting that up the fact that you guys have so many partners you work with the amount of stuff you guys give away but let's you guys either you guys can start spouting out some of the guys that, that make this series happen
1: uh to start is uh Iami and mg do a ton for us they're great people uh they're good to work with uh eric has been great to us uh the guys from mg been great uh that, that's another thing you know, mg this year is uh at newcastle motorsports park uh, is the new tire over there so it's more and more tracks are going to mg uh i remember when we first started we had a, a couple tires blister and they had us take a picture of the tire and the code, and they they knew what caused that problem before we left the.
0: AMG. Yeah, they're good people, man. At MG for Great sure. People. Yeah,
1: uh, we're, we're VP Fuel. Uh, this year we've switched our oil. Uh, uh, help me out here, Tim. Uh, <laughs> ceramic. It's ceramic. I couldn't think what I was. Doing. Oh, there it is, right there.
2: I'm not organized.
1: Uh, That's all right. The ceramic oil. We we dropped back to uh, VP98 fuel. Uh, we got a ton of shops. Uh, I'd like to thank.
3: Oh, do uh, you want me to? Do you want me to go through yeah. that? I mean, you're talking about yeah. Ferris, Ferris, Trinity, Rollison, Franklin. You know, there's just so many of them that have all pitched in. Speed, Timmy Tech, uh, Tim Shot, and his gang. Um, there's more. I can't think of them all, but those are all people. I'm um, Luca Mars and his crowd, and uh, those are all people who have uh, just. They're the ones that are bringing the racers to the track.
1: Oh, you yeah. Know, you got. You, we bring the program. They
3: bring the party. That's what it you, is. You got
1: Nitro Kart in there. You got uh, yep. Kart Sport in there. I don't know if you said Team Ferris. You got those guys in there. Mike Doty. Doty, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, just a ton of people in there. You said Franklin Motorsports. Uh, yeah. Comet Kart Sales. Uh, all the engine builders are you know, your biggies. You got Allison. You got Wolcher. You got... Uh, franklin in there you got comet uh you just you just got all, a lot all your big names are involved aim aim sports with your gauges and your telemetry uh target distributing you got uh briggs is a very important to the other series yeah. uh bbs engines there uh cart uh even though tim tim's not with Cartlift, we still got plug Cartlift. <laughs> uh dnj intermobile services a freight company uh it's just a lot of good people, you know, and uh, we had to turn people down this year. And I hate turning money down. It's just because it's, it's it's a big boat to turn. Yeah. And uh, I, I just want to thank all of our sponsors and uh, our racers.
0: Well, you know what? One of the things that Dave and I always talk about is the fact that for our sport to have big, strong series, it's, it's, just, it's, it's that pillar, right, that we're able to hang everything off of because when you have a strong series – Shops are able to, to sell that series to their to their, their racers. People are driving. People are racing. You know, burning through consumables. So you have to have strong series. And you guys have two of them, which is great. In both, Route right, sixty six and USPKS. I do want to ask this: if we're talking about going to four races next year, Mark, what's that fourth racetrack? Where are we going?
1: Don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good tracks. You got yeah. Texas. I mean, there's people wanting us to go the other direction. Ooh, speed wow. sports.
2: And yeah. the question is when, too, because really, yeah. you know, again, the calendar. If we're ending by July, you're kind of limited March, April, June, July, or May, June, well, July. So. Doesn't say you
1: can't start earlier.
2: Okay, oh, there, there we, we go. go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, know, okay. we've had people want us to do races in December and January and stuff. It just there's so much going on in the states already, so it's, it's just stuff we're mulling around. You got to see All what right. the we're driven by our our, our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, AMAX Racing, I forgot to mention those guys on the route side. They're, they're great people. From Maxwell's. Uh, but, uh...
3: My vote is for Texas. I've been pushing Texas for about a year now. Mostly because I have friends in Texas, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know you had that many friends. Gosh. Both of them, <laughs> they're both in Texas. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: if you're thinking yeah. Houston, like I said, I've, I've been to Alan Rudolph's track a number of times with Texas Pro Car Challenge. It's a fantastic facility, and, uh,
1: and, he and, texts me
0: all the time, so he's he's on my radar. It's a good, it's a great track, and, and Tim, you'll like the tower. It's a pretty great tower up there. Air conditioning, you can see everything. You'll be good to go. The
3: no, name I of the it.
2: tower is what's the worst?
3: Yeah, man. I saw his name on the door in some picture, and I was like, oh my.
0: Well, actually, you know what? He listen. He's the first. It's I'll, I'll give this up here, and I, yeah, Andy Saisman goes, and he likes barbecue. There, there's some great, there's awesome <laughs> oh, restaurants yeah. there. Great Mexican, great burgers, great barbecue. But here's the one thing about about Rudolph's track. The reason why my name's on the door, because when he was building the track, he called me and said, hey, what do you want as a as an announcer? What do you want out of your booth? So that was kind of cool. He asked well, that's got to be a first. Yeah. First person to actually call to ask. I want yeah. air conditioning. <laughs> it's it's got air conditioning. Trust me. It's, you know another track
1: that's uh they're doing a lot of work on is uh, the Trinity Carding Group's track over there. I forgot agreed. the name. Yeah, of the track. we're actually
0: I actually just messaged <laughs> just messaged Sean Bailiff to get him on face to face to give us an update because they've been doing a ton of work. But he's working. He work. sent
1: me pictures, man, and it's yeah. really looking nice over there. Yeah,
0: they're going to work, and they're going to have their own series. They're a, a small club series as well. They're they're uh, their pro am series. So yeah, it's it's a great to have a track like that in Cincinnati too. I think that's big. We, again, we always talk about new race tracks, right? Anytime oh, yeah. we can talk about a new yeah. race track, we're happy oh, uh, to hear about Marty it.
1: buddy of mine does the Buckeye Karting Series, uh, Scott, and they're gonna—they got a race going to be there, and it's uh, different Indeed. tracks.
0: yeah they message us as well. They're actually getting going pretty soon at Thompson. I think next weekend they started Thompson in a couple yeah. of weeks. The Buckeye Karting Challenge for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, anything else you might want to drop out here? We're uh, we're about forty minutes. We uh, we rock and roll here. Anything else you want to say?
3: Hey, uh, you know, I wish so, my camera worked so you guys could all see my beautiful face, but it's we gotta do this good talking, talking to you guys.
1: guys. <laughs> one thing i like to say is, uh, all, like I said, all of our people are, you know, they do it because they enjoy it. Uh, Rick Jumps, our tech guy. Rick is just a great guy. Uh, and it, it's, I just feel we got one of the best tech tech crews in the country right now going uh, with Al and uh, Tim Anderson and uh, Rick and uh, actually uh, uh, get older guys. You would not believe how
3: many times other series asked to use our tech staff.
0: You know, Tim, I, I don't think that people it's it's not one of, it's not one of the sexy jobs, right? It's not it's not yeah. the thing we it's not the thing we talk about out of the gate. Oh, this was this or this happened or no but, no
3: one has ever said Rick jumping sexy in the same sentence. Just so you know. <laughs>
0: well, there you go.
1: You know, I'll tell you, you right. she she's she does a lot for the series, and the guys don't give her no lip. Well, I just say, I'm just
0: saying, it's one of those things when you have great tech. Nobody really talks about it. It's just that thing you know that when you go to the series, the text handled. It, everybody has that feeling of I'm not getting cheated. You know, I'm, yep. it's that level plague that we don't talk about it a lot. And I think we need. It's. I'm glad Tim, you brought up Rick Jump and the crew there because uh, it's it's that kind of that kind of unsung kind of hero that you have that, that that makes things happen, which I think is big. Well, you know, it's like
1: we uh, they're working with uh, NHRA on different fuel testing and stuff with VP. Uh, we have a field, better fuel tester than they do. I mean that thing cost like 5,500 bucks wow. seven, eight years ago. And uh we we take tech serious. We really do. When you when you're beat, you're beat fair and square.
0: That's it. And that's and that's a thing. And that's just that's the calling card of the series, right? That that, that yep. that's part of it. There's another series
1: that I, I go to and, and it's like, man, I smell fuel or I smell this, and it's just like stuff like that we don't allow.
0: Every time Dave goes to a race for uh, do an EK and trackside side, love he does cr- criticize uh, Rick folks a lot, though. He says that the race direction is not that great.
1: He's not with us anymore, when, so that's why he was he's there. gone. That's why was there. That's funny. That's well, so talk, uh, Jason
0: so, hey, race talk about yeah. your staff right now. Talk about your uh, your race officiating staff.
1: Jason Ludwig's the head guy on that now. Uh, we're bringing on some new people this year. Hey,
0: can uh, I chime in on uh, Jason?
1: Sure.
0: Uh, and David, you can as well too, David, because you you spoke very highly of him. Yep. Oh,
3: No one cares what David thinks. But uh, and, uh, oh, as far as Jason goes, oh. me and David spent too much time together in the tower. Way too much. Uh, way too much. I have an incredible uh, amount of respect for Jason Ludwig. And uh, – uh, he's one of these guys. When you first look at him, you're like, I don't know about this guy. But once you once you get to know him and work with him, he's just the nicest guy. Um, he's and he's polite and he treats our racers very well. Even if the racers are wrong, he still treats them well. And that's one of his redeeming qualities: is as he's able to tell somebody you're penalized. Here's why, and they can be mad about it, and he doesn't get mad. Yes. He just lets them say their piece and says, Are we done then? and you know and and it leaves everybody they don't go home with that bitter taste in their mouth Uh, our officials aren't they're not arrogant they they try to treat people like they would want to be treated if they were racers and jason is really the leader of the pack on that
0: i like that we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break stay tuned for more here on the ekn radio network top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsports, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the United States Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. The 2020 season brings a new homologation period, featuring new names for the same superior products. Whether it's the medium SH Red, the soft SM Yellow, the super soft green SS, or the intermediate white IZ, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution for long lasting and the best performance, with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at MGTiresUSA.com. MG Tires for the drivers.
4: History, success, family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis and they have provided carts, parts and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometKartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the comic Cart Sales family today.
0: Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network.
1: And, and this year, uh, Sam Ballard's coming on with us, Sam Ballard Jr. You got uh, Alexander Clemens come on, uh, Matt oh Diles my. working with us, uh, Steve Everett, our grid guy, Ali and, and scoring you got Denny Longs, the flagman in, in, in USPKS. you got Porter Weisenthal in route. Uh, Weisenthal. And Tim. Uh, Al Weisenthal with, with tech with Tim Anderson. And, uh, you know, just a great team. Gracie Humphreys, you saw at the pit gate. Uh, I hope I didn't forget anybody, but uh, – <laughs>
3: Want to make sure everybody has fun. And I the stats, one of the big things we talk about the staff, you know, the racers are here to have fun. Yeah. yeah. They're spending money and they want to have a good race, but they want it to be fair and they want it to be fun. Yep. And no one wants to go home with a broken card and a bad attitude. And because they got yelled at, you know?
0: Yeah. That's the worst. That, that, that adds insult to injury, right? When you get yelled at yep. at the end of it at all. Well, yep. guys, I think we did what we needed to do here. We were trying to make sure that those uh, people who maybe don't know about USPKS or about the route 66 sprint series, got a little taste of, of what's happening. Tough time for all of us. You know, you guys, as you guys said, you guys would be half through the program pretty much already. USPKS just looking at your finale. So you guys are flipping the script and starting there to uh, to kind of you know get rolling again after we we get racing. Uh thank you so much for joining us, Mark. Uh, Tim, thanks for coming in audio only. We appreciate having you here. <laughs> Great to have you guys. Right. Hey, thanks for having us, man. We
3: appreciate it. We'll see you at the
0: track. Right. I cannot wait to get to the racetrack. David's feeling the same way. Guys, thank you so much. We'll we'll drop them out of here. David, uh, you know, you've really had an opportunity over the last years. We've had a great partnership with with Mark and Tim and the USPKS. You've been there with the EK and Trackside Live. I uh, was reporting back. We do our debriefs. And I know that you speak very highly of, uh, of Jason as well and, and the whole crew
2: there. Yeah, the the race official race officials there have been uh, phenomenal from the from the day they began till even when Rick was there at the beginning. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of credit there, but <laughs> I want to slam them there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, they've had Tony jump there as a head flagman, and and he, he provided, you know, again, it's former racers. And I think that's kind yeah. of what helps, you know, guys who who have raced not only, you know, in the past for the last decade, but race people who are racing in the series. Or been around them, or have seen them. So it's about being familiar with with guys and what they do and how they race. I think that kind of helps. But just knowing, they know how everything is going to unfold, and they yeah. see things happening as it happens. And and so that's how they've been able to do that. As you know, without cameras again, because they've done the entire program without any cameras. But they were the first program to bring in the pushback bumpers, which mm-hmm. you know it was it was just kind of the one thing the well, one thing we've always talked about with the pushback bumpers was to eliminate those crazy starts. And yep. that's, that's one of the things that USP has focused on was eliminating those crazy starts. And they were able to do that with a pushback bumper, but, but Jason's done a great job. Um, had Kale Weiss along with him. Um, and, um, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on the third name. Uh, but, uh, my roommate, and I can't even think of his name now, but, um, yeah. They, you know, they've done a ph- phenomenal job because they've known their, their position. They know what they needed to be do, And and that's, that's one of the key aspects as being a race official. And we're, we see that from the different programs we go to here and there throughout yep. the year, but uh, it's just, it's just knowing what your, your job has to be and, and, and completing that job.
0: Well, folks, we talk a lot about the carting pyramid as well, the foundation being cart clubs. And of course, then route 66 slotting in as kind of that regional program. And then on the East coast, the national program, United States pro card series. Of course, a lot of, they say a lot of money goes back, a lot of money for prize money. The prize tables are ridiculous at the end of the, of the, the year for the, uh, for the award ceremonies, what they do. Uh, Mark and Tim, of course, love giving back to the sport. And as you talked about, all the people that are kind of coming in to be part of this program to make that family at the USPKS or people that have done racing before. So we appreciate them having you with us. Hopefully, we we're able to kind of bring you up to speed. If you didn't know anything about the USPKS or Route 66, a couple of great programs uh, that are continuing on. USPKS, we kind of updated you on both programs as well and what they're looking at doing uh with the the rescheduling of course as we know a couple of tbd dates still for route 66 after starting at road america on july 3rd 4th and 5th they go to wolf paving raceway at Douchman badger car club on august the 28th to the 30th uh late september tbd for route and then uh october 8 to 11th as well the columbus day weekend i believe that is uh again that's micro swift mini swift all the k100 categories and four briggs classes too USPKS, uh, July the 16th to the 19th at Newcastle for the uh, the Hoosier State Grand Prix. Badger State on September 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th at Road America. We talked about that great event. And then they'll cap things off down at GoPro uh, with the Carolina Grand Prix on October 15th to the 18th. So that wraps things up for them. Again, David, everybody's restructured. People are going to try to not get on top of each other. There's going to be a little conflict here and there. We always say this. You know, we want people to kind of understand that that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, you just kind of, again, you have to, you know, Tim kind of talked about that during the show. You kind of have to realize what you want to focus on and go with that. And I think really that's going to be the remainder of the 2020 season. And then and then we're going to be all able to regroup, hopefully, you know, come December and January and be able to have, you know, a proper race season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. when, when things get back to uh, kind of the way they were uh, before before this uh, pandemic hit. But it was Mike Nesbitt that uh, was the are. other official. So, Mike. Mike's another former um, mechanic racer. And, you know, again, being able to see what, uh, what you're doing. And thankfully Tim, it was, or Mark was able to give me his name. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, the route 66 program, I think is really going to help, you know, allow, you know, club, dr- club people to go regional racing. And you got the, the adult, the ability to run multiple classes. And then, uh, and again, USB cast is going to be huge. As you said, a lot of people haven't been to road America that I think the national that Kyle Kalish was talking about was the WK. Yeah. I think you, you announced one weekend there, uh, back, back in the day, uh, while we were racing on the, on the big tracks for, for the road race. So it's yeah. been, you know, almost a decade since we had a big major event there. Uh, so it'll be good to see, And we you know, again, that the pavement, they're making upgrades to the facility. So it'll be great to go back to there.
0: Graham Rahal's uh, first big 125cc shifter win was at Road America back in the mid-2000s with the Stars of Carding. All right, folks, we're going to cap things off here for this face-to-face. Remember, hashtag support carding, trying to support the sport. There are still shops that aren't rolling yet. They need your help. If you haven't picked up uh, one of our EKN support carding t-shirts, they're available at ecardinews.com slash store. Uh, we got to pick a couple of winners to give some awards out. I'm going to start making a list of everybody who shared that on social. When you get your shirt, Put it on social, Facebook, Instagram, or, or Twitter. Uh, make sure you tag eCardingNews.com and use the hashtag support carding, and we'll be able to do what we can. Uh, we're going to give some, some prizes out. But, again, thank you so much, folks, for joining us here on EK and Face to Face. Remember, tomorrow we've got Michael Baliente from the Pacific Northwest. He's going to talk about the ICP Cup, the program that's going on up there. We'll get an update uh, out of that area. Then, of course, we'll talk to Marco Oldoffer as well. He'll be on with us. He'll give us an update. On what's going on with the F series in the Northeast. Thank you so much for joining us here, folks, on Face to Face. David Cole, Rob Howden, Book It.